Welcome to Gross Anatomy. Got it. Hi, Rhea. Are we live? We are live with Gross Anatomy Podcast, the show that explores the sights, smells, and sounds of medicine and how it pertains to pop culture. And you like when I say movies, TV, books, and the world around us, eh? It just, it goes hand in hand. You'd like to leave that part for me? Yes, I got to leave you a little something. Oh, thanks for giving me something. <laughs> and I am not Rhea O'Neill. And I am not Dr. Jason Cohen. We made it another day. And yeah. We made it to March. We're in March, which is crazy. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. You know what's even crazier? Is that my middle kid turns 18 in March. How do I have an 18-year-old practically also? A true adult. If she wants to, she can really leave. She can leave me. Exactly. She can change her name. She can change her name. She could leave me. She's going to leave me soon. She's going to go to college and leave me. And she wants to go far away. East Coast far away? or I think so. Yeah. I think she wants to go to the East Coast. The East Coast is where it's at. That's exciting. Yeah. And I'd like to think it's not that she wants to get away from me. I think it's that she wants to just get out and she likes East Coast weather. Um, The snow? Sure. She does. She claims she likes that weather. But who knows? It may just be that she wants to get far away from her parents as possible. She needs to live her life. Wow. Where did you go to college? I went to St. John's in Queens. Oh, right. So you stayed close. I stayed close. I did. First, I went to Hampton University in Virginia. And then I transferred. Back home. Back home. And I stayed close, too. You went to? Binghamton, upstate New York. Yes, yes, I knew that, I knew that, I knew that. I was thinking Hartford, but that's where you did your... I did nothing at Harvard. Harvard did not... No, Hartford, Hartford. Oh, I almost wound up, I almost wound up at Hartford, University of Connecticut, doing trauma critical care, but instead I wound up here at Cedars-Sinai in LA doing surgical oncology, cancer surgery. Right, and speaking of you being in LA at Cedars-Sinai, I saw today... You made it on L.A. Magazine's top doctors list 2022. You sure it wasn't L.A. Magazine's hottest doctors? (laughs) It was both the hottest, the top hottest doctors. Actually, I think it was L.A. Magazine sexiest doctor. That's what it was. Sexiest doctor of the year, sexiest man alive, Mick Dreamy McSteamy. You know who who they're from? I get that because Paul Rudd was sexiest man people people's sexiest man alive i think this past year and every now and then someone says to me that i remind them of paul rudd i really see the resemblance thanks for humoring me but also i don't know if it was paul rudd was it michael b jordan this year or maybe it was paul rudd or last year oh who knows nobody knows i thought it was paul rudd he definitely he was on the list for sure so what are we doing this week Well, today is actually a pretty interesting day. Well, not interesting. It's another day, but it's uh, World Teen Mental Wellness Day. It's Teen Month Health Awareness Day? Wait, what is it? It's World Teen Mental Wellness Day. World Teen Mental Wellness? It's kind of like a mouthful. It is a mouthful. World Teen Mental Wellness Day. Oh, World Teen Mental Wellness Day. Yeah. The whole world. The whole world. It doesn't matter where you are. In Antarctica? Even if you're in Antarctica, it's your day if you're a teenager. Nice. Um, I think that's important. 
Super important. Obviously, we're always trying to raise awareness of mental health issues amongst teens and provide education. And um, I'm excited. I wish we had a cool teen to bring on today. Maybe my kids, but they don't want to come on. Actually, I had Izzy, my 15, soon to be 16 year old. She was on for a little bit or listened in and maybe I, I bugged her a little bit on one episode. But Hannah, the one who's turning 18. I have not had on, nor have I had on my 25-year-old, Liat. So You're kidding. No, I probably need to get them on. Oh, I think, like, no offense, but having me on will really just make them want to be on, because I'm pretty cool. <laughs> there you go. I, I think you I'm might kidding. Be right. I think you might be right. You know what's interesting, though? Speaking of teens and wellness, so, although I don't know how much it's wellness, but teens, when I was a kid, there was a television show called zoom okay. have you ever heard of that show only thing i'm thinking about is come on in zoom come on in zoom but that was how do you know that no way come on in zoom 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 come on in zoom, zoom. yeah of course you so you know the show you're not you're not old you're not old enough to know the show wait it was around when you were a teen yeah i guess it makes sense because i remember it as like a child you so it was it was around when i was a child and I'm you're so half my age. I know. Did they redo it? Was it rebooted or did you watch old episodes? Did your parents show you old episodes? No, it must have been rebooted because I recall the cast being honestly. No, it was old. They were, it was definitely back in like the 70s. You watch Zoom? <laughs> yeah, my sister and I would. That's amazing. How holy cow. Because my kids have no idea about Zoom. That's amazing that you, so we were, you know, in the TV show Zoom and it has a diverse cast, which yeah. is pretty amazing for the seventies. Right. Um, and it talked about like diversity and wellness and it was just like centered on kids. It was kind of like Sesame Street and electric company for kids a little older, but they had this silly language called ubby dubby. Do you remember that? Yes. How do you know that I show? I'm like trying to think of how... Probably my dad made us watch it because he loves these those types of shows. Right. So I, my sister and I spoke Ubby Dubby and one of my friends, my friend Abe, who we call Ike, he also spoke Ubby Dubby <laughs> and Ubby Dubby put an OB before every vowel sound. And I, every now and then I mention it to my kids. And for some reason last night, they made me speak Ubby Dubby. So What's I was saying, Habba Labo, Habba Naba, Maba Nabe, Maba Jabe Saba. Wabat Jabar now, baby. Your name is Rabbi Yaba. And they were making me just say words and things like that. And so then, so then I played them that Zoom intro and everything. And so they believe it's, and I showed them Ubi Dubby. So they now believe I wasn't just making it up. But then they're like, did Aunt Stephanie, my sister, really also know the language? They're like, why don't you call her? So in the middle of the night, we're having dinner. She's in Chicago. We call my sister. And I just start speaking ubby dubby to her, like right from the get go. And she just cracked up. And it was just, it was just a really funny moment. And my kids kind of enjoyed it and realized I'm a weirdo, but it was cool. And, and then no, we that's funny. The, the opening credits and it's like a diverse cast in the seventies, you know, they're kids of all denominations, which was yeah. great. That is amazing that, you know, zoom. I know. I didn't even know how I. Cause your parents messed you up. I swear. Yeah. I'm going to talk to my sister about this. I probably maybe that's why you turned out so okay. I know. Thanks to Zoom. 
but I should see a therapist. <laughs> well, maybe we all should. There's nothing wrong with it. That's that's one of the things today is most people. Oh, I think we're trying to make it more normal. Like in the olden days, it was a weakness to see. Wow, I love your nails. Holy moly. Let's oh. see. Oh, those are so pretty. Wow. Thank you. Love those nails. Look at all the colors, the purple, the yellow, the the blue. I love them. And it's like mix and match with like, wow. Those are, I think we should almost do a screenshot of that. And oh, gosh. Really? No. Today on Gross Anatomy, we talk about Rhea O'Neill's nails. nails. I have a little bit of each. It's, I didn't do it intentionally, but like one color, it's like pink and purple, like Barbie. Then I have pink and, I mean, purple and yellow, like the Lakers. Then I have blue and yellow, like the Rams. Then another blue and yellow, like Ukraine. Is that deliberate? No. When, when uh, he was done, I was like, oh, God, okay. This you looks- for, you realize that or someone pointed it out to you? I realized it. Wow. But it looks good. Yeah. So what else are we talking about mental wellness? Well, when I was driving today, driving home from work, I was thinking about things that are not things that we need to normalize, like talking to a therapist or making mistakes, honestly, or not saying sorry for everything. Because I'm like a person where I used to apologize for everything. Yeah. And now I'm... I try really hard to not like apologize for stupid things. If I like bump into someone, I'm like, Oh, I'm sorry. Or something dumb, like um, apologizing for not wanting to go somewhere because I don't want to go. Right. It's I'm like, a bit of an apologizer. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the answer. So but like, yeah, you... normalize not apologizing for everything. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fine. Right. Fine. I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. Let's normalize having a therapist. Yeah. Well, that for sure. And, and, uh, and asking for help. Yes, asking for help. And and not being afraid to talk about one's emotions. Right. Which is scary stuff. It is, especially if you grew up and it wasn't like <laughs> normalized or like accepted. Yeah, but it's scary as a kid because, you know, being a kid is hard. I think we've talked about it. It is, yeah. My kids are my heroes. Oh, what's they that really hero are. song? Can you do it? What's the hero song? Nobody knows that you're my, my that song. Yeah, that's the one. Or do you mean um, the David Bowie hero song? I don't know that one. Do I? Yeah, you do. Okay, I have to go. I, I can't. I'm blanking on it. <laughs> um, no, but speaking of teens and mental health and yada yada yada, Euphoria has come to an end. Season finale. Did you see it? Did you even watch the season? I can't remember. We talked about episode one and two, and then I I I watched sporadically the whole season, and I actually watched the majority of the season finale. Believe it or not. Oh really? Yeah. Um, okay. So what did you think? This is, by the way, let's think? preface all this with spoiler alerts. Spoiler alerts. I thought. I mean, I was covering my mouth for like a good ten minutes when all that stuff was going down with Ash and yeah, Bez. the play was funny. It was interesting. also like a little confusing, but I was able to keep up because, you know, I'm like a genius. Right. But um, yeah, it was interesting, but I, I liked the whole play aspect. You did the play within the, the play within the show, within the real life, within the flashbacks. That's right. what it was. It was a play within flashbacks within real, real current moments. Right. Um, I thought this season was so deep. I was like, oh, geez. I read a lot of negativity about it. Like people were saying, 
were really critical, or at least one thing I read about it was very critical about like, is the writer even talented? Yes. Yeah, most recently I've been seeing about the director, like he, right. with like all this, the nudity scenes and the one girl, Faye, with like the really big lips, was like a porn star. And he's like, how did he even find her? Not that, nothing wrong with her being a porn star. I mean, make her money. But uh, they're like questioning basically him as a director, I guess. Yeah. Ways. But I don't know why people love that show. I know. I mean, I just yeah. love Zendaya. I love Zendaya too, but she kind of was really a background character this season. You think so? It seemed like she was really just kind of reacting to stuff as opposed to... Aside from that one episode that was like all about her and when she like had a relapse and her mom wanted to take her to the hospital. Did you see that? I one? didn't. I must have missed Oh my that. God. That's the episode that's going to get her a... Oh, really? But the finale, she had a very minor part of yeah, it. Yeah, she wasn't that big in the finale. She was more like reacting to stuff in the finale. Right. So the next season's not going to be till 2024. Yeah. It, it does. You know, I also heard on the news today that some school, I don't know where, is banning, at least for now, they're banning certain books. And that's one of the books. It's a book? Uh, oh, no. Maybe 13 Reasons Why they're banning. It's a book? 13 Reasons Why is, yeah. And Euphoria might be too, or maybe I'm making it up, but um i'm certainly 13 reasons why is being banned and the as great as these are as you know talented and the yeah. writing they're really dark i know and it's amazing how dark like when i was a kid you didn't go dark like that i mean and it's i, I don't know if it's better to show this stuff or worse to show or you know it is it good to have those kind of things so so it could make kids think about it and or is it bad because it's giving them ideas right and and I don't know the answer and I think obviously many people think it does give them ideas and and it kind of a little bit glorifies you know some of some of these crazy behaviors like drugs and and promiscuity and and it I I don't know and it's disturbing too so I don't know the answer what do you think I don't know either. Even though I was a 25-year-old watching it, I'm like, oh, God. I am I know, like, okay, I'm not going to, because I'm depressed, go do what she did and do, like, a, a line of Xanax in the bathroom. But there are people out there that are going to watch it and be like, I am I feel a connection with this character. They get, like, a little crazy, and they, they get connected. They feel like a connection with these characters. Right. Or even so, carry a gun and do, like, some oh, you know, yeah. oh, my God, that was Russian roulette. Russian roulette stuff, you know. That was crazy. That was yeah. Crazy. I don't know. I think it's for mature audiences only, but like we can't control that. But it's not because it's really for teens. You know, teens are watching those shows. Right. I don't know. Tricky. Yeah, I think if teens are watching it, ideally their parents are too. Like because my kids are watching it, so at least we're kind of watching it together and sometimes having conversations about it together. But it, I mean, it's a pretty cool, the acting was phenomenal, but like sex education is, is like the happy version of that a little bit. You know, the, have you seen that? No, no. It's like the, you know, less dark side of it, you know, same kind of stuff, but a little less dark. Or like um, skins. Did you ever see skins? We did see skins. That was kind of, it was dark too, though. Well, Grey's Anatomy is back on a lighter note. Do you, you watch a- Grey's Anatomy? I don't. I mean, I've seen 
episodes, but it's not a show I watch. No. I mean, anyone that's still watching from day one is like a saint because it's so many seasons. It's like I sometimes and now it's like background noise for me, but it used I really used to be invested, but um it's back. Yeah, we discussed the pilot on on one of our episodes. We uh in fact we should do that a little bit is discuss different medical show pilots and kind of rehash them. Some ones that we haven't, we could check in with Lauren and see. Oh, that was a cool pilot. It was a fun pilot. Wait, side note. I'm thinking of Shonda Rhimes and all of her amazing shows. She's got a new show on Netflix called inventing Anna. Yes. I just finished it. Did you? Yes. You should watch and? it. Well, I, I love was, you love who the actress who plays. Anna. Oh yeah. Cause she's an Ozark. Um, exactly. Oh my god, I'm Garner. Jennifer Garner? No, something Garner. I know it is uh Lori Garner? No. No. I don't know. Yeah, something Garner. 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 She did such a great job. She had to act in that this accent the whole time, which is like almost disturbing to listen to. But but what's crazy is it's a true story. Did you ever hear that story? Yeah, I read about it in my favorite magazine, Vanity Fair. Vanity Fair. <laughs> I remember being at an event in New York. And I had some mutual friends and connections to this girl. And I saw pictures of her with like people that I knew. And I was like, oh my gosh. Really? You had people who knew her? Oh yeah. Wow. That's so good. to but watch it, I was like, cross, did you ever cross paths with her? I never crossed cross paths with her. But um, I thought the show depicted it like perfectly. And it was interesting to see she her end goal was to have this foundation, this social club. And she wanted to open it up on uh, 22nd and park. It was like this old cathedral building. And I lived on, I used to live on 21st and second. So I think 20, I think you're talking about, there used to be a bar there called limelight on 22nd and park. Yeah. The, the, the same site at one point it was called a called limelight. It was a club. Really? Limelight. Yeah. And across the street from it, was a place my buddies and I used to go to called Locks Around the Clock. Do you remember uh, that? No. Yeah, it was open late. It was like it was like a bar, but also they had like bagels and locks and the best chocolate cake. Uh, best chocolate cake ever. I used to call it chocolate F me kill me cake. It was so good. <laughs> Wait, is this by the subway? It's right across from the subway. It's exactly what you're talking. It's the it's that church building on twenty. So the church was a club. Yeah, it was called Limelight. Oh my god, it seems so contradicting to one another. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Well, now it's this place called Photography Photographica or whatever. It's like a members only. Like I don't even know. It's this really chic place. I remember it opened when I lived there. But that's what she was trying to take over. And in the show, they like do the whole scene. Like the show is really spot on. I must say. Huh. I, I kind of wish I had that kind of power over people. Like, did you also see the Tinder swindler? Oh my God, yes. But like, it's not even power. It's it's like an own, its own level of confidence, but also it's a mental issue for sure. It's confidence, it's power, and it's, you're almost like a magician, you know, like a mentalist to be able to do that kind of thing. I, I wish mean, I had that power. She I almost got for- $40 million, 40, a $40 million loan. She was, but she was like, I don't know. It's I must say it's impressive. Kudos to her. But I know. And now she's out and probably making a ton of money, right? Yeah, but she's got a lot. I actually looked it up. So Netflix paid her three hundred thousand dollars to use her name and her story. That's it. I know, not that much, huh? Probably is getting stuff on the back end or something. Like but that. 
it didn't even put a dent in all of her fees, like lawyer fees, and like she paid owed like state restitutions and all this stuff. Oh, wow. So huh. really crazy. Anyway, uh, you should watch that show. Okay, I'll watch it. Because I like her. Garden. Shonda. Oh, oh Garner, like Garner, Garner. Did you watch yeah. Ozark? I forgot. Yeah, of course. You know what's funny about Shonda? When when that when Grey's Anatomy first came out, which was how many years ago? 18 or something? What was it 2004? No. Some long time ago. There was another show that my friend Mark Feuerstein, who we've had as a guest, and we're, we have to get him again as a guest. He's coming back. He's coming back. He was, they were doing this pilot at the same time as the Grey's Anatomy pilot uh, called Three Pounds about neurosurgeons. And it, it never made it. I think they showed the pilot maybe one or two episodes and then it died. And Mark was playing, you know, the young neurosurgeon. And, and that's kind of how I met him, actually, because he, he someone introduced us because they wanted to talk to some doctors, beep a boop. So he and I met, we bonded. But I remember they invited me to the set of when they were wrapping three pounds, the pilot. And there was a nurse there who was like a technical advisor. And she was telling me about this show, Grey's Anatomy, this woman, Shonda Rhimes, who, you know, is this amazing kind of great at telling these stories, da, da, da. And I'm like, that's never going to last. That's never going to, people aren't going to last. And it's 18 seasons later or whatever, how many seasons? And I I thought to myself, clearly I have no clue. Wow. Yeah. But I also thought to myself, geez, I would love to be the advisor to that show. I know. Mm -hmm. Pretty crazy. I actually always wondered with actresses and actors like in Grey's Anatomy or like Good Sam or the Good Doctor or whatever, whatever. How do they like retain all this knowledge? They must shadow a doctor or like a neurosurgeon or a cardiologist or a little bit of that, but they also have doctors or nurses on the set kind of giving them instruction and stuff, but they'll, you know, they'll do their research about stuff. Cause one, it's one thing to just memorize your lines or whatever, but to like, I don't know. They need to have some knowledge behind it. Right. Yeah, I think so. But it's funny when you watch a show and you, you know, they mispronounce things or holding the things weird. And that's kind of what gross anatomy came from is, is this podcast is kind of that, you know, the, my frustration with, or my interest in these shows and, and what goes on. And that's kind of what, what kind of prompted the initial interest and reason why we're doing this show. And how unrealistic things can be. Either unrealistic or realistic. Yeah, either way. I should stop watching because I, it's, it's, this kind of goes back to me being like, oh, I went on WebMD and I'm actually going to die in two weeks. Right. But like I've had swollen lymph nodes for like a while. I've had a sore throat for like a month, honestly. But I think this actually is just my Lyme disease flaring up. And of course I'm Googling, Googling, and I'm like convinced I have cancer. I have some sort of cancer. I don't know what it is. I'm going to go blood work this week. I have a doctor's appointment tomorrow. I'm free. Do you really? Yeah. Rhea O'Neill has cancer. That's the episode here. No, <laughs> you don't. <laughs> Knock on wood. Like, please. No, please. God forbid. Yeah. No, you don't have cancer. Yeah. But you know what's interesting? Um, our bodies and our cells are constantly turning over and churning over new cells by the billions, you know, in our lifetime. And not every cell is perfect. And some of the cells are potential cancer cells. And we have these things in our body that see them and say, "Eh, you're out of here. I'm getting rid of you. And 
the potential for cancer in all of our bodies is almost continuous, which is nuts. And yet, you know, and yet almost everybody doesn't get cancer. Although if we live long enough, probably, you know, if we live hundreds of years, probably every one of us at some point might get a cancer. It's yeah. a pretty interesting thing that our bodies constantly, there's so many checks and balances in our body saying, oh, nope, you're a bad cell, get out of here, kind of thing. But what's the case of people like poor children who get cancer and it's terminal? Like, why them? Where's it coming from? Is it genetic? Is it erratic? Like, what? Combination of all of the above genes, environment, and a little bit of luck or bad luck, believe it or not. Wow. Yeah. You know, one thing, every time I do my blood work, I'm anemic. So my, my red blood cell count's always low, but my white blood cell count is also always, oh, is it low or is it high? I don't know, Rhea, but you know what? It sounds like we're going to know next week. Because we're going to know, know next week. I mean, we're, it's good. I already know. Episode, we will discuss Rhea O'Neill's blood, uh, blood tests. Yeah. We're going to go over my labs, everyone. Exactly. That'll be exciting. <laughs> I think everybody's probably going to be on the edge of their seats waiting my lymphocytes my lymphocytes yeah that's good very good i just wanted to mention that i read this article did you send it to me or i sent it to you that i'm changing the topic a little bit change it up that i'm talking about labs though that arnold schwarzenegger said he's been 80 percent vegan for the past five years now i don't know what 80 percent vegan means <laughs> yeah what's um, 80 why not uh, yeah. 90 but it but it helped his bad cholesterol and he's so healthy now because he's been 80% vegan. But I, I, I agree. I, I think striving to be as plant-based as possible is good. And I think there's so many good things about it. Did you send it to me or did I send it to you? No, I don't... You did send that to me over the weekend. I took a glance. Uh, yeah. And I thought that was just kind of cool. I'm not sure why 80%, why not 85% or 90%, but. Or 79. I don't know why either. Why 80? Exactly. But that's good. I actually, I've been. Not intentionally, but I haven't had meat in a few days. A few days. And there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. You're on the start. It's I'm because of your it's because of your nose. <laughs> it's my nose. Mm. I knew it. Actually, it's funny. I was just away on our annual guys trip that we do once a year with the boys I grew up with, some of whom I've known since nursery school. Well, I'm really lucky. I, I got I have this really nice big group of guys who are pretty much my brothers. And one of them, I don't know, he just made me keep checking his neck nodes like for like 10 minutes. He's like, no, 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 no. I need you to check again. Because <laughs> he was convinced he had something, you know, and I'm checking every, I'm like, you're fine. He's like, no, 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 no. Just, and he wasn't messing with me. He was being totally serious. He's like, you got to check. I, I got it. I'm like, you're fine, Jeremy. You're fine. Jeremy, I'm with you. I don't know. I don't feel fine either. Right. So you, I'll have you and Jeremy hang out. We're just maybe we're just worn down. Yeah. But how was your trip? I skied one day, kind of lazy, easy blue skiing with one of with one of my friends. We kind of broke away from the rest of our group who they were kind of a little annoyed at us. Actually, they were a lot annoyed at us because we were all seven of us were supposed to go skiing. Ten of us went in total, three stayed back, seven of us went skiing together on Friday. And of the seven, my friend Yitzi and I said, eh, let's just go break off. And we went super mellow, which was fun. And we skied the whole afternoon, but but really kind of much different than the other guys. We kind of went way more intense, I think. Well, it's, I'm going skiing. I'm going to Aspen next week for 
from the week till the weekend, whatever. And I'm going to ski first time ever. Ooh, ski, not snowboard. Yeah. I feel like from what people say to me, it's easier to learn how to ski. Yeah. The beginning, it's easier to learn in the beginning to ski. I agree. So I'm excited. I'm very confident. Wow. I'm excited to see pictures. I know. I think I'll be okay. I'm athletic, so, but I'm also like, I don't know. I'm not good on snow or like anything like slippery. All right, everybody. I think, I think the main thing is, is we're pretty much concerned about Rhea O'Neill's doctor appointment tomorrow. I'll keep you looped in. Yes. Very excited. Very, very concerned, but I know you're going to be fine. Keep me in your prayers, everyone. Thank you. You are. Ray O'Neill, you're in our prayer. Thanks for joining us at Gross Anatomy. Have a great day. Have a great day. Ask us questions. Give us feedback. We look forward to that stuff. We Follow us on Instagram. Comment. DM us. Maybe we'll feature you in our next episode. And there you go. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening to Gross Anatomy. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you can check out more episodes on the evolving sights, smells, and sounds of medicine. Gross Anatomy is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition.